Hello and welcome to Punt Counterpunt, the pretend debate show for real magic cards. Today I'm here to guide Nelson and Wheeler as they bash their uniquely large heads against some of the hardest hitting questions in the history of Magic the Gathering. Their two massive noggins will have no choice but to collide in cutthroat combat, each pursuing the same nugget of truth as if it were a harbor seal and they were a pair of enormous and perfectly round pink orcas. What? As the seas of ignorance part, they reveal a coral colony, behind which Wheeler is only partially hidden. Meanwhile, Nelson is arguing for Doorkeeper, in a way that so neatly dovetails into my established metaphor, I don't even need to explain it. Please go ahead, Nelson. Is there a reason you keep mentioning our perfectly normal-sized heads? Yeah, my husband likes making me special hats. Actually, Wheeler, you go first. What if a wall decided that instead of violence... It sought knowledge, or rather the destruction of knowledge. Much like how our coral reefs have been destroyed, the coral colony will destroy your library. As an act of revenge? Who's to say? I'm to say. It's revenge. It's wall-based revenge. Examine our good friend Doorkeeper from Return to Ravnica. This adorable homunculus can't wait for you to come on in and enjoy the 4 for 2 wall action. That's right. They're holding a pike, but they know it's not for violence. They're just going to tickle you with it. While Nelson's doorkeeper may mill target player, I think you'll find that Coral Colony also mills target player. Wait a minute. I could target myself. I could get all the self-milling I want. Why fight Nelson when we could both just mill ourselves out? Are they keeping the door? Or are they keeping the door open for a friend? Well, audience, what did you think? Is there blood in the water? Still with the sea metaphor, huh? For what porpoise? But even the mighty ocean cannot contain the fury of this debate, and the sea boils away. All that is left behind is the faint smell of cooked shrimp, and Wheeler, who is now in command of the mighty blight pile, ready to face the onslaught of Nelson's vent sentinel. And blow I shall, just like the powerful elemental from Rise of the Eldrazi, Vent Sentinel, commanding winds coming out of a volcano. Look at how they ripple with magma. A four mana, two four with Defender, and for only two mana, you can tap it and deal damage to target player equal to the number of creatures with Defender you control. Yeah, that's right. This card stood up against the mighty Eldrazi Titans in draft. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, I've read your card, this Vent Sentinel. Et tu, Nelson? We were having a peaceful meeting of the minds with our doorkeepers and coral colonies, and all of a sudden you're coming here as the aggressor looking to dome me out, not unlike one of my husband's cute hats, just because your magma's getting a little feisty. Your walls are getting a little, well, feisty. Why can't you simply take the path of peace not on, like, Blight Pile? Good old Blight Pile. All it wants to do, it... Oh, now I'm reading my card. Okay, yeah, no, this is going to kill everybody. Well, not me, of course. I'm here with all my walls, but, yeah. Well, you started it. You had the Vent Sentinel. I couldn't help it, Wheeler. Behind all your comfortable walls, and with that audacious one power from Coral Colony, I had to mount an attack. Vent Sentinel will lead my army of walls to victory. Fiery justice will rain down upon your pile. 
At least Blightpile has the decency within the flavor text to warn you to keep your distance. Stay on your side. As long as your vent sentinel doesn't point those two hot hands towards my beautiful Phyrexian pile, we'll be good. I won't be pushed to have my ooze ooze. The heat of the vents has been fenced in for too long. Win or ooze, it will rain fire on new Phyrexia tonight. Damn it, he's got a thesaurus over there. Retreat to the pile! Retreat to the pile! And lo, the battle rages on, moving from the barren rocks and stinking fens and into the mighty forests of Yavamaya. All around us, trees quake and then collapse, their very trunks rent apart by the force of Nelson's gatecreeper vine. And also, Nelson, can you please sit up a bit? No, I'm fortifying myself. Meanwhile, Wheeler, who is totally visible to the viewers atop... Sure am. His floriferous vine wall rises up and readies himself for another barrage. Come on down the pathway now. Don't be shy. The name might be Gate Creeper Vine, but we're here to help you out. Your game's going to get a lot better after you land this beautiful two-mana plant. Sure, it's a defender, but it'll fix your mana. Go into your library. Go as far as you want. Dig around. Find the best gate you've got. I hear there's some new ones now. Call me a commander player, because after I ramp, all I want to do is ramp some more. And then after I ramp with that, I'm going to ramp a third time, maybe a fourth time, depending on my draw. Uh, but all this will have a vine in front, a, a wall, a vine wall, if you will, that will protect me and all of my friends who are also walls or the plants that uh, will live in these walls. Leave me alone is what I'm saying. I didn't really hear anything that Wheeler just said because I'm so far behind this cozy gate creeper vine. It's lush and verdant in here. I've got all the mana I could dream of. I feel like I've ramped to the heights of the city of Old Rav. Here, I look out among the beautiful walls, the vines creeping over all the land. Yes, this is a comfortable spot. Well, Nelson, it... Sorry, one second. It just... <laughs> oh, sorry, I had a bunch of ferns in my mouth. Um, well, Nelson... Actually, wait, let me get back into these ferns. I liked it there. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over the sound of shuffling my library after I found a land to put into my hand. I see a card as a tired hagen, and everything may must be cut. Every second of every inner. Wheeler. Wheeler, I can't. Wheeler, get up. Gosh, it's comfortable in here. I could just. I could just wrap myself up in a blanket of weeds and thistles. No, 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 not you two. No, no. So, Nelson, no! No, sit up! You need to get out from under the desk, both of you. No, no, okay. Okay, I've tried to make this as interesting as possible, but I'm just gonna read ahead here. The horse in question may be owned by our one tiny bones, but the amount of love found in the tiny home is anything but tiny. What? Yes, and now I'd like to gather the string together. Herd up, everyone. It's time to deliver the ranking. 
our little friend from Pilfer is going to receive a four. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. I could not a four. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you. What do you mean? Yes. Thank you. A four. Based on what? That doesn't even look like a ghost. It's a skeleton. Also, haven't we done this exact joke before where you give a horse a four and you don't explain it? Are we literally not just beating a dead horse here? <laughs> oh, what a wonderful joke, other Kathleen. But no, no, rest assured, this delightful little pile of bones is being held together by some magical, nay, ghostly force. Emphasis on the nay. Oh, this is how the episode ends. Neat. Wait a minute. I'm stuck. Uh, Kathleen? Help? Nelson? Wheeler, is that you? I, I can't hear you. I'm stuck. I can't hear you, but I'm stuck. I can't hear you. I don't think he knows who I am. I'm gonna die in here. He's totally gonna die. This is worse than the crocodile.